0: talk about is i want to go over some really simple weight loss math okay everybody's favorite topic i know you're excited so i'm gonna make it really simple really easy for you to understand um i think this is really important because i see a lot of the times um especially in women we think that like weight loss is this magical thing and we kind of just throw throw shit at a wall and hope that it sticks right and we're like i hope this thing helps me lose weight and we just are hoping for things to work because we don't really understand how to make it work does that make sense and so the 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 math and the kind of the science i'm going to go over today in really simple terms is going to be able to teach you you know how to lose weight what exactly is happening so that you're not really a slave to the number on the scale you know exactly why the number is doing what it's doing and not only why but how to fix it going forward okay so this is really going to give you power over the scale today that's my goal okay so First thing that you guys need to realize is um, uh, just kind of one number that will always be in your mind. uh, And that number is 3,500, okay? 3,500, that is how many calories are in a pound. Did anybody know that? I know a couple of you knew that, a couple of you didn't. So 3,500, that is how many calories in a pound, forever and always, okay? So if you eat an extra 300 or 3,500 calories, you're gonna gain a pound if you burn an extra 3,500 calories, you're going to lose a pound. Does that make sense? That's the first thing we need to be clear on. That is what it is. Okay. Um, Second thing I want you to know is a BMR. Has anybody heard of that before? BMR? Anybody heard that before? So basically your BMR stands for like your basal metabolic rate. And basically all it means is like, how many calories do you burn in a day to stay alive? Like what's your baseline of, of, of how much energy your body needs to function to keep you alive, right? So how much Um, How many calories do you burn when you're sleeping? How many calories do you burn digesting your breakfast? How many calories do you burn typing on a keyboard, like your minimal functions in a day? How many calories are you burning? That is your BMR, okay? That is important to know because that is the number of calories you're burning in a day, right? So um, let's say your BMR is 1500 calories. So, So let's say you're an average woman with a moderate amount of muscle on you, you're gonna burn about 1500 calories a day. Just staying alive, okay? So that means if you eat 1,500 calories a day, what do you think happens? You maintain your weight, right? And what happens if you eat over 1,500 calories in a day? What do we think happens? Exactly, you gain weight. And what if we eat under 1,500 calories in a day? We lose weight, right? Very simple math. This is making sense so far? It's not so scary, is it? And so um, this is important because we need to know BMR because that's the number we need to play around with in order to lose weight. Is that making sense so far? So your BMR, how many calories you just burn in a day being you, doing you, that's the number that needs to be adjusted in order if we're gonna be gaining or losing weight, right? And then it, it ties into that 3,500 I talked about. So so let's say you do burn 1,500 calories a day, okay, as an example, um, and you want to cut down and eat less, Okay, Um, so you're dropping about 500 calories a day. Okay, so you're consuming 500 calories less per day. Let's say that's scenario number one. Okay, because there's only two ways to affect your BMR, right? You either consume less or you burn more. Does that make sense? There's only two ways that we can change that number in a day you eat less or you burn more. So let's take with the eat less. So let's say you have 1500 calories, you're taking away 500 every day. 500 times seven is what? Simple math, 3500. So if, in your, if you're in a calorie deficit of 500 calories every day, you're going to lose one pound a week just by eating less. Is that math clear? Super simple, right? And so that would mean you're eating 1,000 calories every day. Um, now, scenario number two, burning more. So let's say you burn an extra 500 calories per day with a workout, okay? And 500 calories would usually look like um, an hour of moderate high-intensity resistance training with an hour of brisk walking. So like two hours of moderate high intensity exercise would burn about 500 calories, okay? So let's say you're doing that every day. So five times seven is 3,500. So again, if you're burning an extra 500 calories a day with your workout, you're gonna burn another pound a week. Does that make sense? So if you're cutting your calories and moving more, okay, with the numbers we just used, you're, burning a, you're losing a rate at about two pounds per week. Make sense? And so this is where people get stuck, okay? So pay attention. And I bet you are all guilty of this. So um, whether or not you knew that math before, when we start losing weight, we start to do our own weight loss math in our head, right? So based on the first couple weeks, we start our journey, we see a trend. Oh, I lost five pounds my first week or oh, I lost you know, two pounds my first week. And then we just were like, okay, if I keep doing that, I'll just multiply it and I reach my goal by X amount of time, right? And so in the example we just used, if you consistently lose two pounds a week, and your goal is to lose 20 pounds, okay? Technically, if the math is right, it will take you 10 weeks to lose 20 pounds. Does that make sense? That's the way math works. Math is perfect, math is never wrong. But here's the thing, math is perfect. Are you perfect? Hell no, I know I ain't, right? So the thing that happens is once we get into this habit, um, then we really focus on that end goal, right? And so not only do we get caught up on the end goal, and because we're imperfect, we don't ever reach that goal, right? The likelihood of you, if that was your goal, of losing those 20 pounds by that week 10, is that very likely? No, because guess what? Life just gets in the way. Schedules get busy. You have moments of weaknesses, right? And if you focus on that strict timeline, that's when disappointment and guilt starts to set in. And that's what ends up happening usually. And that's usually what stops your journey right? You either don't see the progress you expected and you fall off and you lose motivation, right? And then here's the other thing that that there's a problem with that, okay? In order to lose those two pounds per week with the math we just did, you're only eating 1,000 calories per day. That's like two chocolate bars. Is that sustainable? Could you only eat 10,000 or could you only eat 1,000 calories every day for 10 weeks? Could you do that? No. Would you even want to do that? No. Sounds like torture to me. I like my food. And um, if you could even get through that, right, uh, at the end of 10 weeks, what happens? You binge, you overeat, right? You restrict so long, you you try to fast track and skip things. By the time that week 10 rolled around, yeah, you ate 1,000 calories every day. Yeah, you lost one pound per week from just cutting food. But by the week 10, you didn't learn anything. You didn't enjoy the journey. You didn't lose the weight in a sustainable way. So now you're not prepared to keep it off at week 10, right? So severely low calorie deficits are not a good way to lose weight, okay? At least not long-term. And then the other example is the workouts, right? Could you work out for two hours at a moderate intensity every day for 10 weeks straight? Do you even have the time to do that? I don't got the time to do that. (laughs) So no, that's not sustainable either, right? And so when you're expecting these big jumps week to week, Okay. It's not sustainable because the means of which you did it usually are restrictive. And when there's restriction, when there's in, in, um, in, like intense restriction, it always leads to intense falling off. And then not only is it unrealistic, but now when you get there, you're unprepared. Um, and beca- And the whole way you're trying to get to your goal, you have this false timeline in your head, right? Who's done the timeline before? Who's already done their weight loss math? Who's done it? They're like, if, boom, I'll be there by, you know, March 3rd, boom, done. Right. And then what happens every time March 3rd rolls around or that date rolls around? Have you ever hit that goal? Have you ever hit it consistently again and again and again and again and again? Never. I have never. Every time I did that, I always set myself up for disappointment. And after that time, time zone was up, after it was up, I'd fall off and I'd say screw it because I didn't reach my goal. So I was like, what's the point? I'm never gonna reach it. Has anybody else been stuck in that? So what I want you to take away um, from this is, like I said, so um, weight loss is just math. Weight loss is just math. If, you're, if the number is not moving, it means you're consuming too much and you're not burning enough, period, okay? So if you have ever um, bit plateaued for a really long time, okay? if you've ever tried really hard to lose weight but saw nothing move in the scale. Does anybody fit into those? Plateaued for a really long time or the number never moved on the scale, even though you're trying really hard. It's simply because one of those two variables, the food or the activity was off, it was off. Even if you thought it was on point, it wasn't. The numbers speak otherwise, right? Math is perfect, we are imperfect. So you have to be very tricky when you're using math to determine your goal when you're using math as the main measuring tool for your goal, okay? Um, Because at the end of the day, two plus two will always equal four, right? Two plus two always equals four. But if you're sitting here waiting for two plus two to equal five, you're gonna be disappointed every time you see four, right? If you're expecting to lose 20 pounds in 10 weeks in this example, and then you don't see that 20 on that week 10, you're going to be disappointed. But when you knew two plus two equals four, that doesn't happen. When you know burning more and eating less equals permanent weight loss, then you're not going to sit here and be disappointed every time you fall off and overeat or skip a meal or miss a workout. And then the numbers don't align, right? Two plus two will never equal five. We expect it to magically change, but it won't. Math is math. And so what I want you guys to do is I want you to focus on the habits. Focus on the routine. If you focus on the number, again, that number is perfect. That number is easily attainable through math, but again, you are not perfect and there will be hiccups along the way. So focus on becoming strong at the habits, strong at the routine of someone who has that goal, right? Because you're, you're missing something. If you're not where you need to be, you're missing something. You have not learned just yet how to become that person at that weight. You're missing something. You have to be the type of person who's really good at being dedicated, who's really good at saying no, who's really good at always meal prepping, who's really good at working out when they don't feel like it. You have to become that person first, right? You have to develop these character traits first. Otherwise, you'll either reach your goal and not be prepared to handle it, or you'll always stop short of your goal. Who's tired of stopping short of their goal? Who's been like close before and then, oh, it just went back, right? So you have to focus on the day in, day out habits, okay? If you focus on the process, okay, you don't focus on the math, then it's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time and you can stop freaking out when time passes and you're not hitting these milestones you expected, right? Every week that passes, there's like extra pressure and anxiety because you should be closer to your goal, right? But if every week you said, okay, you know, I'm actually, I became better at X habit. I, I was proud of myself for X. Those little moments of, of improvement compile. They build on each other. And then one day it skyrockets. One day it, it pays off, right? But if every week you're only thinking of, am I closer to my goal or I'm farther away from my goal? You're gonna be let down because then you're acting way too emotionally towards each action, right? But each action is just either strengthening the right habit or strengthening the unhealthy habit. That's all that it's doing. And if you look at your week at a whole, I'm almost positive you are all right now strengthening healthy habits more than unhealthy, right? Sure, you still have some unhealthy habits, but the ratio should be way off, right? Should be way more healthy habits. So that's what matters, right? And if you keep doing that, Could you ever fail? If you keep compiling those good habits and just becoming really good at a new routine and not getting rid of bad habits, just creating new healthy habits, if you keep doing that, could you ever fail? Could you ever fail? No, it's just a matter of time. And so the question doesn't become, you know, if I'm gonna reach my goal, it becomes how long and how patient are you gonna be until you get there? So how patient are you gonna be? Okay, because the universe is really funny. When you want something bad and you try to rush it guess what the universe does it pushes you even further back and you got to start further than where you were when you tried to fast track things when you tried to get a shortcut to things that's how it works that happened to me every single time every time i like really restricted myself and worked out like crazy to lose as much weight as possible i would always bounce back harder in the wrong way i could lose 30 pounds in a month, but then guess what? I gained 40 pounds in a month after that. So the universe will punish you if you try to fast track this mental mind makeover you're trying to go through. And so I want to caution you if you are finding yourself doing mental math too much, especially after when you um when you fall off, okay, because that's when it usually comes up the most when you fall off, when you binge, when you, you know, skip workouts all week, like whenever you fall off, whatever fall off means to you, we try to, in our mind, we're like, okay, I had a bad week, whatever. So I'm going to work extra hard next week to work up for it. And then we start doing the math in our head again. We're like, okay, so if I work extra hard. I can double my weight loss. And then we go, and then X by X, I'll be back on track to reach my goal for X, right? Who's done that? We've all done it. You all try to overcompensate. You all, you all try to keep the same timeline for your goal, even though two plus two doesn't equal five. You think that timeline's gonna stay there, but all this different stuff has changed, right? It's just crazy. And so like my takeaways for you ladies are number one, like I said, weight loss is just math. It's just a numbers game. If the number's not where you want it to be, you gotta burn more, you gotta eat less, but you have to do it in a sustainable way, okay? Otherwise you blow up okay and then the other takeaway i want you to have is that um you know math is perfect you are imperfect there's going to be hiccups along the way so you need to be prepared and you need to be focusing on the process of reaching your goal focus on the things you are learning and the little wins that are coming up every day every day you need to be aware of this the winds that are coming up every day so that that's your proof those are your goals What if we changed our goals to accomplishing tasks, to accomplishing habits, to more frequently making healthy decisions? What if those were our only goals? Then how would you feel about your progress so far? Pretty damn good, right? You'd be like, hell yeah, I'm crushing it. If that was your goal, if weight wasn't even a concept we knew about, and it was just about becoming healthy and having a lifestyle that revolved around health, Weight wouldn't even matter. You wouldn't be stressed out. You wouldn't think you're so far away from your goal. You wouldn't think you failed or struggled so much. You just think, oh, look at all the improvements I've made. And you just keep getting better. And eventually the body that you always wanted would come as a side effect. It's not the main goal. It's a side effect of who you're becoming and what you do day in and day out. So instead of focusing on that goal, and it is an important goal, right? It's good to have some guideline and time frame to have in mind. Definitely really good because it keeps you on track. But if it's the only thing you got in your mind and if it's the thing that's stressing you out the most, there's an issue, right? So it has to become so, so health has to become the center of your life. If you live in a household with three other obese people who order food for three meals, who order in takeout for three meals a day. Is there any chance you have in hell of losing weight or sustaining it? No, No, there's no way your environment determines your success. So you need to be working on your environment every day. Have you been doing that? Are you changing your environment? are you changing how you eat are you changing how you schedule your day your sleep how you manage stress how the people in your house eat how the cupboard and the pantry and the fridge are organized the people you hang around with the way that you talk about yourself these are all wins and these are all essential if you want that goal to come if you want the weight loss to come but that should not be the thing that brings you the most stress in your life if you truly are are embracing this journey right then it really is a mind makeover and then you have to realize that that is the whole goal that's the only goal a mind makeover if you have a mind makeover will you not just have a body that comes with it a body will follow it the body you want will follow your mind makeover so focus on being really good at your habits being really good at your new routine on having little wins every day on that ratio to healthy to unhealthy habits. Just have more healthy. Don't stress about the the unhealthy, just add more healthy. Just add more healthy, that's all you have to do and that should be your goal. And if you keep adding more healthy over time, you're gonna get there, it's just a matter of time. And it's a matter of being patient until then. And so the problem becomes, are you willing to be patient? Are you willing to act, Do do you want this? Or do you just want a body? Because if you don't embrace the journey, all you'll have is a body. And you'll never, you can't maintain a body if you're still the same person up here in that body. Because that person up here in your head, in your mind, they got you to where you are now. And it will always get you back to this point. Who you are now will always bring you back to where you are now. And if where you are now is not where you want to stay, Then up here needs to change. Does that make sense? Does that make sense, ladies? Who you are now has given you this body. If you've lost a ton of weight so far, that's awesome. We still need to be growing. We still need to be growing up here. The second you stop thinking about the process and you start focusing and obsessing on that number, because that's what it can turn into an obsession or like an addiction to the scale, right? If that is our main focus, you are already setting yourself up for failure and you might as well just give up now. If you cannot switch that, if you can't switch or flip the switch to, okay, let me, you know, I value the scale, but let me also value my little wins. Let, let me also focus on the ratio to health, of healthy to unhealthy. If you can't do that, there's no point in continuing. It's crazy, it's crazy, okay? And so that's kind of my takeaway for you, ladies. Um, what is your takeaway from today? What is your takeaway from today? What are you getting out of this call? I want to know what is in your mind. So let me know what really resonated with you or maybe something you're struggling with, right? At the end of the day, weight loss is just math. And when I realized that, it was a lot less scary. It was a lot less magical. Uh, and it was a lot more attainable. It's a lot more attainable when it's just, it's just a numbers game. It's not a luck game. It's not a, oh, I hope my genetics are good. I hope my metabolism is good. You can change those things. You can work on those things and work with those things. And that's what we do at Fit Queen. And so, you know, what did we take away? Focus more on making more healthy habits than unhealthy. Yes. And that's especially important if you know you struggle with overeating, right? If you're that all or nothing woman who has one bite of something and goes crazy if that's ever happened in the past, it's really important that, you know, that's going to happen again. You're not just going to wake up tomorrow and and magically stop it. It's going to happen again. But how can you, next time it happens, how can you make the healthy habits outweigh that one unhealthy one? Okay. Avoid getting caught in the mind games. Yes, exactly. If you eat one cookie, you don't have to eat all the damn cookies. Remember, it's a numbers game. Remember, this is really important. If you are an overeater or an undereater, um, It's just a math game. So if you hit those numbers, you'll be fine. If you don't hit those numbers, there's a problem, right? So one cookie, you don't have to have the other ones. You are allowed to have cookies later on in life. They are, it's not restricted forever, right? Um, It's just that you need to realize food will always be there, okay? Your health will not. You either make time for your wellness or make time for your illness later on in life. You get to choose but the choice will be made for you if you don't make wellness, the choice for wellness now. It's crazy. You either spend and invest on your health now, or you're going to have to spend so much money on your illness later. That's your choice. Uh, And that's definitely a mental thing as well, right? Because stress is a killer. And if you're stressing about this journey, if you're stressing about your results, well, then there's a, there's a, um, a misalignment with what's really supposed to be happening here. This journey is a complete transformation, right? Two plus two equals four. Always and forever. Don't expect the fives. Align your expectations with reality, okay? Don't have these, these fantasized expectations. If it's just math, it's logical and there's no feelings, right? So you just keep chipping away. You keep chipping away and working on that ratio. And it becomes it becomes um so much less stressful and then it becomes enjoyable when you get to do it with other people as well right there's no pressure there's no judgment your journey is your journey if your journey involves screwing up and messing up and failing that's your journey that is your journey it doesn't mean you're further away from your goal just means you got to work at that ratio doesn't mean you got to fix the number on the scale it means you got to work on that ratio does that make sense the answer is not fix the number the answer, the first answer every time you fail or stumble should be, how can I fix that ratio? That should be the answer, not how do I get that number back down really quick, right? Because the number, at the end of the day, the numbers we don't have total control of. We don't. What we have control over is what we choose to do day in and day out. And if we choose to make that ratio higher and healthy than unhealthy, then the numbers will come. But if you start with the focus on numbers, you forget about the ratio. And then the numbers stall and we focus on the numbers and we don't realize why the numbers have stalled and, we f- and then the ratio kind of balances, right? And then that's when you get stuck in a plateau for a very long time. When you focus on the number, you try to fix the number and then that's when you forget about the habits and they balance out. And that's when you're, you're, you start to plateau, whatever that is for you, plateau with the number on the scale, plateau in, in, in your strength gains, plateau in your endurance, whatever that is that's when you plateau and you're not going in the direction you want if you've only been focusing on the number. Um, so if that's, you know, where you've been, if you've been obsessed with the number, um, or you're frustrated because things aren't moving as fast as you'd like, well, I'd like to ask you what, where did this expectation come? Where did, where did you think you were going to reach your goal? Like flash or where did you think you weren't going to have any struggles? Where did that expectation come from? And why are you still holding on to it? Does it make sense to hold on to it? Does it even make sense when you say it out loud? No, it sounds, it sounds so obvious. You're like, duh, but you're still, you know, tomorrow, a week from now, a month from now, when you hit that struggle, that little internal battle, you're still going to say yourself, you're still going to say the same things to yourself, right? Right? Because we haven't, worked on that ratio. You haven't practiced those healthy habits enough for it to become an automatic thing where you can pull yourself out of that focus on the scale. Does that make sense, ladies? Very big concept there, right? Because um, in the media especially, you know, the scale has been, you know, it was the be-all, end-all, and then it went on the opposite direction and everybody hated on the scale, right? You remember that? like, don't weigh yourself. Throw your scales out. Body positivity, right? And even that was like balancing in the extremes, but there's a healthy balance. Like we need to know the math. So we have a um, a uh, non-biased, objective opinion of your progress. But at the same time, that is not the goal. That is a measure of your progress. It is not the goal. The goal is that ratio. If the ratio ratio is on point, the number is on point. If the ratio is off point, the number is off point. So don't focus on the goal. That is the outcome. That is a side effect, right? Just like your body is a symptom of your lifestyle, if you focus on the body and you just get the body and then you, when you get to the body, your lifestyle hasn't changed, where well, your lifestyle is gonna drag your body right back down to where you started, right? We're looking for a cure here, ladies. We want a cure, not a Band-Aid, not a symptom fixer. We want a cure. And so your task for this week if you know you're having some down moments or even if you're not and you just want to take a a second and reevaluate where you've been and add some goals to your list well your goals should be how has my ratio been recently how's my ratio been recently and how can i make it better how can i make it better because it's not perfect it can always be better okay um and that's that's really why it's so important that we keep talking through things like this ladies because i find that um we're just so good at getting in our own heads, right? There's so much pressure for us to be perfect, look perfect, act perfect, be the perfect mom, be the perfect daughter, be the perfect uh, woman in your career, right? Like there's so much pressure to be perfect. And then we hold ourselves to this standard, right? I have to be perfect at everything I do. I have to be the one that loses weight the fastest. I have, to, You know, we hold this um, unrealistic expectation to ourselves and our accomplishment, and it seeps into this journey negatively right? Why does this have to be fast? Why does it have to be the number at all? What does that number mean to you? Because when I think of a number on the scale, to me, it means I I worked hard. It means I was dedicated. It means I was actually consistent with something. It means I was selfish and put myself first for once. That's what a number means to me. So when I set numbers in my life for whether I'm, um, wanting to gain weight or wanting to lose weight, depending on what phase I'm in, when I set those numbers, I'm setting the character traits that it's going to take me to hit those numbers. And then that's my goal. And then every day I evaluate, I reevaluate, and I say, was I that person today? And then the next day, was I that person today? And if every day I can say, yes, I was that person today, then my number on the Sunday is great. When I step on scale, it's great because I was being that person every day. If that number—if I wasn't—if I had a day where I said no, I wasn't that person today. Well, then it's no surprise that when I jump on the scale, it's not going to be a number I want, right? I'm I'm waiting for the five, but the four keeps coming up, right? That's what it is. And so I want you to have that number, have that time frame, but I want you to know what that number means to you on a deeper level. Who do you have to be to accomplish that number? Okay, and how are you going to work on 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 on? Uh, increasing that ratio of healthy to unhealthy habits.